And good morning and welcome to the VSA Capital 5-Minute Morning Minor. It's Thursday, the 23rd of September. I must confess I've just jumped off Radio 5 and Radio 4 talking about the uh, new flexible working regime. But uh, we have a fairly strong view at VSA. We want people to work as hard as possible and in the office as much as possible. No, I'm not a complete dictator, nor am I a dinosaur before you say anything, Ollie. Morning, Ollie. We've got you today rather than Paul, haven't we? Uh, yes, it's Paul's wife's birthday, so he is cooking her breakfast. <laughs> A birthday breakfast, I love it. Yep. Uh, you know I'm not a dinosaur, don't you, Ollie? Don't answer no that. One, no, one, no one in the city with more than 30 years' experience could be described as a dinosaur. <laughs> anyway, let, let's crack on some some uh, a few companies we need to talk about, and there's some really good companies as well and interesting, so let's crack on. Uh, I think American Lithium was the first one you wanted to have a chat about, Ollie. Uh, yes, it's not, not a huge... Uh, Sort of, they've had a lot of technical news throughout, but um, this week they met with the president of Peru, um, President Castillo. He was in New York for the UN summit um, and took some time out to go and meet Simon Clark and some of the other senior management team. Um, obviously, there's been a lot of news around um, possible changes to the, the mining industry and the mining licensing regime, possible nationalisation of the whole sector as part of his uh, campaign election rhetoric. Um, and a lot of people who were sort of familiar with South American politics at the time said that this is just sabre rattling. Um, everyone says this sort of thing to, to get into power. And the other side of that is a lot of people felt that Castillo was, was different um, and he probably will make some changes. Um, but his comments to the management team that was that nationalisation was off the cards, um, expropriations off the cards, um, and he wants to put in a pragmatic um, regime because mining is an important part of Peru's uh, economy. Um, and, you know, American lithium is probably a good place to start given that their focus is on energy metals and on extracting them in a sustainable way with a strong focus on their local communities. I mean, you know, look, lithium in South America in general is just a huge you know, part of the lithium market, isn't it? I mean, you've got obviously Argentina and, and um, Chile and, and, and other places, Bolivia, Peru, you know, it's all very important to them. And I think, you know, it's a pretty well established industry as well, isn't it? So, I mean, you know, I think that that shouldn't be, I think if, you, if you're looking in the lithium space, you're always going to be looking potentially at some of those sort of risks. American lithium, you know, it's a great management team. It's actually great stock. And I mean, there's still plenty of upside, isn't there? Uh, there is, yeah. We've got a target price, which is a few times over where the um, stock is today. Mm -hmm. And whenever you get transformational growth in a market like lithium's seeing governments are always going to look at new ways to um to tax it wherever you're wherever you're based i think even the british government tries to do that occasionally Ollie. so <laughs> anyway look great they were able to meet up uh, with the president so that's good news now let's turning uh, closer to home um down into to deepest darkest cornwall uh, Cornish Metals have had some interim results, and it's not so much the results themselves, it's what they've got to say that's important. Um, yes, so 
they obviously did a big fundraise when they uh, dual listed on AIM in, in February. Um, they raised, I think, eight million pounds. Um, so at the end of the period, they were sitting on 10 million Canadian, which is about just under six million pounds today. Um, a lot of that is being spent on drilling. So they're drilling 9.1 kilometres um, around the United Downs project, um, where obviously last year they, they hit some pretty special results. Um, they've done four of that so far, so that accounts for the cash burn since the um, since the placing, and they've probably got another five or, or so to go um, before they complete that, which is all fully funded. Um, it has pulled back quite a long way from the June high, um, about 35%. Um, that's that's quite a lot more than the the underlying commodities um, that it's exposed to in terms of tin um, and copper. So you know if they've got a lot of assays coming out, then could be an interesting time to have a look at it. Yeah, I mean I was with with one of our other clients, a very big you know big mining junior, should we call it? I mean it's it's not a FTSE 100 type of miner, but it's in production. Uh, and I mean, it's very interesting because they, they have quite strong views about Cornwall and basically pretty much agree with me. And that is that actually our IPO of Tungsten West is key to the entire southwest of England mining industry. Um, because by getting the Tungsten West uh, IPO away and it being successful, and we think it will be very successful, it will basically free up a lot of uh, potential capital for the whole area. But also Tungsten West will become the beacon and potentially the hub, the processing hub, et cetera. So, you know, I think for all of these, these Cornish mining companies, they're all quite small. The Tungsten West flotation is, is absolutely key to them, and they're all watching. And actually, they all want it to be successful as well, which is great. You don't often do a float like that where all your competitors, so to speak, well, they're not really competitors, but all your, your you know, the mines around you want you to be successful. Yeah, no pressure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, what else, Lolly? Um, well, Gemfield's interim results out. I don't think there's any particular surprises in there. Um, obviously, through the year, we've seen a restart of operations um, and very strong auction results. So revenue of 100 million uh, or just under 100 million is up fivefold on last year. Um, operating profit, profitable 40 million. Um, that was a loss of nearly 60 million last year. Um, so a, a strong turnaround, and they're, they're even talking about a dividend um, from next year. Um, it's always next year, but um, given these uh, operating profit figures, um, they're in a pretty strong position to do that if the uh, gemstone market remains buoyant. And I think part of that, why prices are, are strong, is that they were out of the market for a year with with the shutdowns um and that has impacted supply and help help support prices look this time last year they were trading at 6p they're now trading at 14 and a half p so it's been a you know actually a great performer over the last 12 months um and i think the gemstone market in general is looking much healthier uh, and it's quite an interesting place to go it is yeah as well as uh as well as just sort of consumer demand i think as a as a store of value. Yeah, yeah. Okay, anything else you want to mention or shall we uh, call it a day there? No, I think that's uh, everything for today. Okay, well, hopefully Paul will have had a great birthday breakfast with his wife and we'll be back with Paul tomorrow. Thanks, Paul, uh, Ollie, for stepping in. Cheers, speak to you soon.